Hello, thanks for joining me for this latest World Music Matters. If Middle Eastern vocal legends Um Kalsum or Ferouz were still around and recording with a jazz band, could it have sounded something like this? We'll never know, but English-Egyptian singer Natasha Atlas deserves the comparison. Her new album called Strange Days explores, in English and Arabic, what happens when you take the Arabic scales or makam, so typical of Middle Eastern music, and mix them with improvised jazz. began exploring that universe in 2015 on her album Myriad Road, recorded with Franco-Lebanese trumpeter Ibrahim Malouf. Strange Days goes that bit further, thanks to English-Egyptian producer and jazz violinist Sami Bishi, with whom she composed nine of the ten tracks. They both recently joined me in the studio to chat about the album ahead of its launch in Paris. They're an engaging couple, almost a double act. say, or is it your publicist that described the album as a darkly dystopian Arabic-infused jazz fantasy? Oh, Sammy. Mm, it's, it's easier coming up with a string of adjectives than it is a, a little buzzword to describe what genre it fits into, because it's not really jazz-jazz, as we know it, Jim, yeah. kind of thing, but, um, <clears throat> but then it's not really world music either, and it world shouldn't jazz? be. Eh, I'm one of those people who finds world music a derogatory term. Right, oh dear. Yeah, Unfortunately, um, the programme that I make is called World Music Matters. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> we'll, for, we'll forgive you. Yeah, yeah but it so does matter. Well, it yeah. did matter. The problem is the rest of the world don't give a damn anymore. Yeah, but <laughs> France is pretty good at making it matter, though. Yeah, no, this is, music, this is true. This yes. is true. More so than England, anyway. Much more so than England. Which is perhaps why both Natasha Atlas and Sami Bichet now live in the south of France. So, to return to their new album, Strange Days, it took them two years and was a bit of a labour of love, but it's all worked out rather beautifully. It was an ambitious album in the end, but the idea was to sort of carry on in the same vein as Myriad Road, the one that I did with Ibrahim Malouf. He's been doing the sort of jazzy-esque stuff for quite a long time, but Sammy, because he was brought up with jazz as a foundation of the first music that he was really into because of his parents, we thought that we could really explore how we can make the bridge between Arabic music and, and jazz because, you know, jazz music has these harmonic changes that you have to kind of be aware of. And so they're both kind of really different, but what they have in common is the improvisational fields. Um, and so, Sammy. Jazz and Arabic music are both very odd bedfellows, but at the same time remarkably suited when you find a way of um, matching up certain conceptual tenets of both sides. Um, 
on the surface of it, they're really incompatible, wherein um, Arabic music is largely modal and uses a lot of um, untempered scales that have quarter tones in them, which makes it very, very difficult to work harmonies around them, mm. whereas jazz is largely obsessed with harmony um, against, obviously, the whole rhythmic side of things. So it was, it was a, certainly a challenge finding a, a musical language or, or a meeting point in terms of the, the theoretical restrictions and the freedoms of both disciplines. But after we kind of got our foot in the door, so to speak, I think um, the tunes wouldn't stop writing themselves because it was a very liber uh, liberty kind of um, enriching... Yeah, it freed you up. Yeah. Very much so, because yeah. then you could do things with the Arabic scales that you wouldn't usually do if you were writing more traditional Arabic music. And equally with jazz, it meant we could bring so much more of the Arabic vocabulary that we both have a shared love for. Yeah, اهديني بجوابك بعد موت التفاؤل هل ممكن نكون وحشني حلمنا You are half Egyptian, half yes, British. Yeah. Did you grow up with some of these great uh, yes, female Middle Eastern yes, voices? Yeah. Om Kulthum. Uh, Fayrouz is probably one of my favourites because, you know, there was a period in the sort of 60s and 70s where she was uh, really prevalent and her voice was just so ethereal. It was a dream hearing the stuff that she was doing with the Rahbani brothers, who were probably one of the first composers to kind of make a, again, a, this bridge between Occidental music and Arabic music. Um, and uh, we were very much influenced by the Rahbani brothers. So, yes, Fayrouz, Um Kulsoum, Farid Al-Atrash, uh, Abdul Halim Hafez, all in my childhood, yeah, I was, I was listening to that a lot. But then I also was listening to Frank Sinatra when I was, you know, 12. I was, you know, Frank Sinatra and some other... Uh, <laughs> Bing Crosby, Fred Astaire. <laughs> uh, other big band stuff as well. Some 
Hamid, just a word about some of the songs in Arabic, like Maktoub. What is this song about? Maktoub is fairly ambiguous. It expresses an unspecific society or faction expressing general dissent with the status quo. But it's, it could it's, be slightly political. Potentially, potentially, it could be yeah. um, it could be sociological. It could be feminist. It could be ageist. can hear musically some kind of dystopia in, in tracks like Lost Revolutions. Hmm. It's not the most comfortable of listening, no. It's exploring dystopia in the Arab world? Uh, in the world, in fact. Uh, I think um, the media has done a really good job of, of perhaps inadvertently uh, widening some cultural chasms between um, very broad definitions of East and West, for example. Certainly in a post-9-11 world, things have become a great deal more polarised. But at the same time, there's the flip side of political correctness, trying very much to govern or police everything and keep everyone sticking to the rules. So I think there's been a great deal of oversimplification on both on both sides. Faith is taking the first step to make the world lighter. To the King, Natasha, which you mm. sing with, uh, you sing a duet with Joss Stone. Yes. Yeah. And who is the King? Well, the, it was sort of paraphrasing Martin Luther King and also another great sort of philosopher, social scientist, so to speak, called Jacques Fresco. Basically, both Martin Luther King and this guy, Jacques Fresco, said some really cool things. And it kind of is part of this whole um, dystopian-themed album. It's like a warning, really. You know, uh, we need to get more civilised. We need to become more civilised, or, or, or we are doomed. Mm. <laughs> Through this bringing together of Middle Eastern sounds and jazz and these kind of lyrics that we're just hearing about, what do you hope this album might achieve or your music might achieve? I think uh, art has a very long, established, well-established history of reflecting reality and um, if you'll forgive the indulgence, I think this album is very much our notion of how 
It could reflect potentially the current state of affairs in the world, and this is our sort of musical rendition of how we think about a lot of what's going on. This is modern Arabic music. I'd really like to think so. Yeah, I, I don't think that jazz is necessarily traditionally part of Arabic music at all, but um, I think it, it really stuck out to both Natasha and I that maybe it should be. And um, it, it seemed a tall order to begin with, but at the same time, it was incredibly natural and uncontrived on many levels. And if nothing else, I think we would really hope that people from either more traditionally Arabic communities, or people who are more into jazz, or people who are just into music full stop, might like listen to it. And bossa nova. <laughs> yeah on Sunshine with Day. A, with a yeah. cheeky little bit of maracatu squeezed in there. Never want this freedom to fly away one would hope basically that the, the unusualness of the juxtaposition but at the same time the unexpected ease with which the different influences culturally speaking seem to get along could inspire what if actually these other strangers who I've always thought of as other aren't quite as strange as I thought mm -hmm. couldn't have said it better myself <laughs> Sami Bichet, Natasha Atlas, for your latest album, Strange Days. Thanks very much for coming in. Thank you. Thank you. Sunshine.